little girls. This seems to say. But Robert Ford would only lay on the floor and look at the ceiling, the light going out of his eyes, before he could find the right words. What made you think I'm crazy? Okay, then. Okay, then. Okay, then. Whatever are you doing? Hello, and welcome back to Spoilerama. We're back. <laughs> We're back with a vengeance because that's all Louis Walsh is saying. I'm Mick Jordan. And I'm Marina Gorski. And today we're going to talk about The Irishman. Yes. Because it's just arrived on Netflix and we're urging oh, yeah. you, we've decided urgently to send this podcast out to stop you watching it on Netflix and watch it in the cinema. Where it, we will saw it still be in the cinema though? Well, it still is here in Ireland. It's still on the lighthouse in the IFI mm, for okay. a while longer. And they were, both of them were promoting the fact that it's selling out all the time. Good. So That's very good because a lot of people would just think, oh, I'll just watch it at home. Oh, no, I met someone on yeah. the way to see you to see it. Yeah. And they were saying, oh, yeah, I think I'll wait for Netflix. And I was going, hmm. Yeah, John wanted to see it in the cinema, but now he says, oh, I might as well just watch it on Netflix. Um, which for him would be good because he's fidgety and he like three and a half hours long of a film. Like he'll want to go to the bathroom yeah. and he'll be like bursting because he doesn't go before the film i do (laughs) okay okay if we we could not get into a launch onto this no but it's i think for some people maybe it is better to watch it on netflix than in the cinema i don't think they'd appreciate it in the cinema well you know the way they're like oh when is this going to finish kind of thing yeah but i would say from my point of view like i pointedly went to the toilet just before directly after as well and i mean i would be someone who needs to go fairly regularly as you make a point of commenting on regularly Mm -hmm. not on the podcast as yet no but but every time you do go you think but (laughs) so i knew i was forewarned by bitter experience that i would probably need and but i managed to three and a half hours without needing to go i did find three and a half hours sitting in the one spot and we were sitting right at the front because place was packed um very uncomfortable towards the end like i was getting really sore on my back lower back yeah and but it was well like i've sat through longer films than that i sat through once upon a time america that but all those before had an intermission this is one thing that surprised me david it's just it's gone they don't do them anymore but at the same time i can't imagine you will put one here most films were built to an intermission like remember lawrence of arabia it has an intermission at a logical point and the same with once upon a time america whereas this is just you can't interrupt it yeah and I would say it is, it wouldn't have been as long if it wasn't for Netflix, I would say, because the ne- luxury of watching it on Netflix is you can pause it yeah. and go and so on. And you can watch it over several hours, which I say yeah. a lot of people will. Yeah. They'll dedicate a day to sit down and watch it or watch it in pieces, yeah. which is, I wouldn't recommend. But apart from that, did you enjoy the film? Oh, so much. It was a bit like, a, how can you ever be disappointed with Scorsese? Like, it's just, and De Niro and... Well, yeah, with that cast. Joe Pesci, like... And Robert De Niro and Al Pacino Yeah, together. yeah. No, but, like, even... Yeah, Al Pacino was fucking brilliant. Oh, yeah. But, uh, sorry. Well, was, you can swear, with, given this film... Yeah. <laughs> given they do nothing else but swear... Which was one of my favourite bits of the film. Of course it was. As always. Um, but even... Have you seen uh, Robert De Niro's interview with Graham Norton where he says that Joe Pesci... He was calling Joe Pesci to convince Joe Pesci to come back and do oh, the yeah. film? 
I read, I've, I've read that yeah. a number of times. He was retired and was yeah. not coming back. And it's several times. They were all at it. Yeah. Scorsese as well. Yeah. And I'm glad he came back oh, because yeah, he brilliant, is brilliant in it as well. He's not like... And it's kind of different for him. Knowing characters that Joe Pesci played in Martin Scorsese's like... Well, in any films. films. Like, he's very violent. Oh, and that's what I mean. Like In Goodfellas and Casino particularly, yeah. yeah. And here, like... He is without being. He's controlling it. Yeah. He's and directing. He's just yeah. He's he's brilliant. Well, he's so calm. Yeah. In comparison, because yeah. he's his older performances, even down to his comedies like My Cousin Vinny, he's always slightly over the top, which is in a good way. Mm. Like he does it very well. Uh, but it's always and like. As a, a oh my god! Been around okay, for years. No, I'm no, leaving please that. Cut that out. In You're fact, I'm using that, that as a trailer. Okay. Marina has just finished reading Gone Girl. Yeah. And it has influenced her a great deal. And frightened me. Yes. So, yes, Joe Pesci was excellent. They were all at him. Everyone was ringing him and so on to yeah. persuade him. And eventually, I think he just gave in. Yeah. But I'm glad he did. Because it would have been, if anyone else had played it, I'm sure it'd be good. But it's just the fact that he's in it. The, yeah. the f- and the former Harvey Keitel as well, who's not in it that much. I yeah. would have liked a lot more of him. But the fact that those four yeah. are, are in it together, it's a real swan song for him. Like, obviously, Joe Pesci's gone back to retirement, I'm assuming. Yeah. And the others, they're all in their late 70s. Yeah. Um, Al Pacino's 79, like he'd be 80 soon. Which he looks very well. Well, that's because of the age. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think of that? Did it work? I think it did. Mm. I think they did a brilliant job with De Niro, especially. Like, he really looked a lot younger. Because when yeah. you see him, even when I, like I said, the, the Graham Norton show, when I saw him, he does look old. Yeah. And it made me think, oh my God, what are we going to do when these people are gone? Like, they're, like, they will go soon enough. Yeah. Like, I give well, them this is, this each is the another end 10 of years. Careers. Yeah. Basically. Like, it's, it's horrible to think. <laughs> so, well, don't like, think about it. I know, I know. <laughs> but it's, it's, um, I think they did it brilliantly and I think if anyone is going to do anything like that I think Scorsese would like master it he wouldn't do it if it didn't look proper well this he um, had said he didn't want to go down the route of prosthetics and so on he wanted and they did I think they just did it with De Niro for several tests and that's what convinced the others to go along with it yeah now what struck me about was I did notice this a few times with De Niro because his eyes looked really snake like Oh, he, he re, in fact, he yeah. reminded me of John Wayne. He'd had eyes like John Wayne, which I've often thought about John Wayne, when I see John Wayne in films like, like that. So a few times it looks slightly unnatural, but most of the time perfect. And you forgot about it. Yeah. In fact, because I was thinking, well, yeah, surely that's what... Because I'm so used to De Niro in so many different parts. You don't think of De Niro as he is now. You just yeah. think of De Niro in the whole lot, like right back from the 70s. Yeah. Up. So, I mean, I just said, oh, yeah, that's De Niro playing that performance. Well, I was trying so, to compare him to Taxi Driver. Yeah, well, and you see, see he's very good looking was, in Taxi yeah, Driver. Yeah, but see if they if they did it right, as in, because it it would be more or less the same age, a bit older probably in well, the film. Um, taxi Driver is about 40 years ago. In the no, film. no, but I mean the a character's age. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But the character like would have been in his 30s or 40s in the film. Yeah. That was in uh, The Irishman. Yeah. And But he like, I mean, he didn't look like De Niro in Taxi Driver. Yeah, yeah. But the p- point is, De Niro, if they had got that, that would have, unbalanced the whole film yeah. because the taxi driver De Niro then was very good looking man yeah. and he's not in this he's mm. a big burly um, talk yeah. and that's what he's meant to look like it was Pacino was particularly interesting because I just yeah. said I, it, 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 after a while I kept on to remind myself oh yeah they de-aged him 
He's actually yeah. a lot older than that, but yeah. it just looked like Al Pacino. Yeah. Just accepted it. Yeah. Um, whereas Pesci, I think there was very little bit of de-aging with him because most of the scenes yeah. with him were him older. And actually, that's what struck me because I remember Joe Pesci younger. Like things yeah, like Goodfellas yeah. on. That's where um, you're, that's yeah. your most, and then suddenly he says, geez, he's really aged. He has. Oh, he's and so even looking. the, the, when the, the, when they're in the car driving to the wedding, yeah. you can really see. When he needs to sleep and his yeah. mouth is open. Yeah. Yeah. How much he's aged. Yeah. It's, oh, bless him. Oh. <laughs> Not very condescending well, of me. Well, but he's <laughs> lived well. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he has. Like, he's, he's brilliant. Um, but it is very sad that they're all aging. <laughs> We all do. You still look so young. I forget. It's the aging <laughs> yeah, that I've yeah. passed to you. <laughs> as I look the same age as I've always done to you. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think the film is brilliant. Like, I love the cinematography as well. I think it's all very well done. Um, and I like the mafia-ness of it. Well, it is. Like it's, it's yeah. but it's not as strong as the other ones. Like the other ones were full on. As in violent. Yeah, like yeah. anything you do, you are going to be killed. This one, it kind of allows for mistakes in a way, but but it's comical. Yeah. Like. Well, it's more realistic. Yeah. It's that the ordinary. It's ordinary a yeah. lot of the time. Yeah. Ordinary lives that just happen to be involved in killing and, yeah. and robbing and all that. It's a bit more political, I think. Well, it's. Like, I mean, it's yeah. the whole. Um, Jimmy Hoffa thing like yeah. this what strike what did you think of Jimmy Hoffa the character in it did he come across like Al Pacino's character did you like him I kind of did yeah well this is the, I was watching and said he wasn't that bad and then you think afterwards no he was like although he wasn't involved in any of the, he had I think he was involved in getting people killed yeah like having he was it was all corruption but at the same time he had honest motives like this mm. is, it's good people doing bad things but they're doing really really bad yeah, things yeah. for to protect his union he was just yeah. obsessed with his union so I don't think he necessarily was a good character no. but he was sympathetic in, in this. this yes yeah. especially when you know with his principles uh, yeah and the union anyone who said anything like if they tried to take the union or anything he'd tell them to like he'd arrange right? yeah, yeah. Which is, oh yeah my favourite bits of the film are those bits Pacino um, uh, swearing. Yes. Yeah. No, I think he was a brilliant character. I think he, he was one of the best characters in the film, if not the best. I think even better than De Niro's character. Because De Niro's character is really. Um, well, as always, De Niro's character, in the, uh, other than Taxi Driver that I've seen, De Niro's character is always very uh, intelligent, basically. You know, right. when. Pacino's character is really just wild and over the yeah, top. Yeah, and impulsive. Well, and I would agree with that, and but that's the thing. Pacino normally does it way overblown, and De Niro was much more subtle. Yeah. Um, I thought Pacino reined it in a good bit here. Like he was mm. very now a lot of it because he's so old. Yeah. <laughs> like he's seventy nine, doesn't have the energy for it, so he just did that. But for me, it was De Niro was more like the well, he was the narrator, but it was just sort of in the background. Mm but in the foreground at the same time because he is the main character like it's I was actually um, checked it was about 40 minutes in before Pacino appears there's yeah. an awful oh, lot yeah, of De Niro yeah, before yeah. That. and afterwards it's when is it's, it's, it's basically more the story of Joe Pesci and De Niro yeah. and like how De Niro started working for and, and getting money for those yeah. kind of but things yeah but Hoff is the crucial part yeah. of his story yeah. and his regret over it um, it's also I'm very curious to see if it's true like it's based on a book mm. with, um, The Irishman I can't remember his name. Frank is his name, isn't mm. it? The De Niro character. Um, his he confessed 
like on his deathbed to this writer who wrote a book all about it and yeah. it's all quite plausible and so on but no one knows what actually happened yeah. to Hoffa like this was always a great mystery for decades and there's another film called Hoffa made by Danny DeVito with Jack Nicholson as Hoffa which I'm oh, now really interested to see yes. that came out in the 80s uh, 80s or 90s I think and I remember when it came out thinking oh I'd be curious to see that. and that apparently is very sympathetic towards Hoffa okay. and very and particularly anti-Bobby Kennedy which right. this film is a bit as well. Yeah. And some of that is very funny, like the whole thing of when JFK is killed and De Niro, or Pacino is trying not to jump up and down. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to be measured, but he can't resist himself and saying insulting people. Yeah. Um, so did you find the three and a half hours manageable? Like, did oh, it go definitely. by quick? You weren't no, it born? did. I think the, the, it was the last half an hour that you were kind of waiting for something to... Because you knew, uh, like, the main events have all had all happened, so you're actually, your mindset was already in the wrapping up the film. Yeah. So I was kind of, but it was just the last half an hour that I was, I, I um, you were conscious of the three hours that had just gone past. You're like, oh my God, yeah, this is an actual long film. But yeah. it's very enjoyable. Like, oh, yeah. I happily spend those three hours again watching this film. Well, no I mean, problem. I was delighted with the length of it yeah. on that basis. Yeah. I said, like, okay, it's very it, long and it's missing. If you cut it, you, you just, you'd ruined it. Like, this well, is, the story is very well presented that I think if it was any shorter, like, how would you even... Well, as I said, if it wasn't going to be on Netflix, if you didn't have the guarantee of money for Netflix, he mm-hmm. probably would have made it shorter. It probably would have been just three hours or maybe yeah. two and a half. And you could probably condense it down a bit. It would still be a great film. It yeah. would just be good, but it's it's the fact that it's like basically he's got a really good film and he says right, well I'm just going to lux- luxuriate in it, yeah. wallow in it, let it go as long as possible because particularly since this is effectively the last film like this, they'll yeah. all be involved in. Yeah. So just go all out, and that's why I think it's worth doing it. Like Goodfellas is brilliant as well. Everyone's raving about. Everyone's comparing it to Goodfellas and saying Goodfellas is much better. So it doesn't matter. They're completely They're different, different things. Films, yeah. They're both mafia relations. Yeah. They're true stories and they involve many of the same cast. But they're both great films in their own way. But this is perfect in the way it is. I hate it when people do one. that. Oh, like when stupid. they keep comparing the the director's films, when they've not, like this is a different time, this is a different um, story altogether, and there's a different like tone to the film. The oh, yeah. films are completely different tones. Like that one is violent. Like Goodfellas is violent and really shocking this one is a little bit violent but it's light and funny as well like it's just well, it's a different tone to the film yeah it's well it's, I, I mean it's light and funny at times there are some funny moments in it but mostly it's tragic it's yeah, I'd say it's overall tragic, it's, but i mean it's not it's not the violence like that every single thing there's blood kind of thing yeah do you get me there's not but blood and gore all the time like there wasn't Oh yeah, good fellas. Yeah, but I mean, well, I mean, when there is violence here, it's shocking and yeah. it's sudden, and particularly the end mm. and the last bit, which I won't go into. But I mean, there is—it's just like you're expecting it and it happens. You go, yeah. Oh my god! And oh, you know it's that. coming. You yeah, know but, it's but coming. Yeah, it, but it's but the way so, it's done, you just so you don't know how fact. it's going to be done. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's just so matter of fact. Yeah. and things, and same with earlier killings as well. Like he just walks up to someone and says hello and shoots him in the head. Yeah. So things like that. There's a lot of bits like Which that. Which I think is great for his character. And even at the start when his daughter sees him, like, assault the man because he, he, um, he told the girl that she was too slow or something, wasn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, in the shop. Yeah, in the shop. Yeah. And she's just there looking at him. I and your man is just going at it. 
and then he walks up as if nothing has happened and that's how he deals with all the killings yeah. he just goes kills and just keeps walking as if he had nothing to do with it yeah. or as if it's normal life yeah and it's and just, just it's brilliant. but he even says like he explains this is what happened to him from being in the war Mm. And I mean, oh yeah, you're just like completely yeah, out I mean, of it. This just, is nothing like yeah, yeah. killing people is normal. Yeah, and I mean it's and it's the Second World War we're talking, not Vietnam. Yeah. So I mean you can imagine, and you hear shell shock from the First World War. So of course anyone that goes to war is going to be taken yeah. for granted. Well, if I'm out there killing fifty people a day, yeah. what difference What's does it make if yeah. I kill one in the street? Um, what did you? Oh yeah, one thing that did strike me was what you because particularly with regard to you, you were saying about how with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And you loved the style and everything of it because it was um, embracing the 70s that were about mm. to come. And I would say, no, that's the 60s. This is the 70s yeah. in style, I would say. Their clothes are horrible. I still oh. love it. Oh, I, I loved uh, Hoffa's, Hoffa's tracksuit. The burgundy Oh, yeah, that was, that was fine. No, but, but that just reminds but, but me of my granddad. See, the whole film reminds me of my granddad. Right. And I love it because of the way they dressed. Even the okay. suits, they're horrendous looking. But like... Well, the suits are very mafiosi, but I'm, not talking, I'm no, talking no, no, about the ordinary like wear. They're boxy and they're like this dusty, like it's like a, um, not dusty, it's like a dirty grey. Like yeah. it, it looks dirty all the time kind of thing. And it's like, it's everything's kind of yellowish and reddish. It's it's just like, it's it's ugly, but it's it's so nice. And it just, it just reminds me of my granddad. Well, that, that's fine. Papa I mean, reminds me of my granddad, actually. Even oh, okay. the way he acts. My yes. granddad is... Still alive? Oh yeah, and he's still is he alive. listening to this? <laughs> no, no, no. He's actually he's coming over in January, and he okay. is. Okay. Hello, Mr. Hoffa. He will, he will tell you to heck off. He will. He's he curses at everyone, and if he doesn't like it, he'll say it. Kind of okay. thing. Okay. Does speak good English? No. Well, there you go. <laughs> no, <laughs> but grand. I did tell you that he had a, co- a full-on conversation with John over a football game. John speaking in English and him speaking in Portuguese. Right. And it was, we were all just sitting I don't understand each other. Yeah. Well, they were like, it it was a full on conversation, but just speaking different language. And they were like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And, and talking and me and my mum and my granny were looking at them like, what the hell is going on? Okay, but the Irishman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to the Irishman. I would say. Just remind me of my granddad. My granddad uh, is a mafia. Okay. (laughs) Brazilian. And the earlier stuff is what you want me to cut out? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I am not affiliated or connected. I know nothing. As far as I'm concerned, Marina is making this all up and there's no such thing as Brazilian Mafia. Oh, no, there is no yeah. such thing as Brazilian Mafia. <laughs> please. Anyway. Yes. Um, what I would say about this, what about the ordinary clothes, like what the clothes the women were wearing when they're, when oh, they're doing the drive. It. Yeah. And, the, and particularly when Joe Pesci, when he's asleep in yeah. the car and he's wearing that sort of almost string vest type T-shirt. I hate, it really just sickens me, those clothes. And Robert De Niro was wearing them as well, where he's wearing a, a shirt that has an extra little glass button up yeah. with a little hook. Oh, it was just, oh God, I hate. Now, probably remind me of my childhood was made wear this crap. Yeah. But I just was watching this. Oh, they've got that so right. It's grotesque. Yeah. <laughs> it's horrible. Oh, it's horrendous look. Like, it actually, if anyone was wearing that nowadays, I'd you'd actually tell them to go back to the hole they came from. But yeah. it's... It's still just perfect. See, well, I love costumes like that. I think well, yeah, it's, it's just perfect brilliant costume, when it's but like, I'm talking about it's a yeah. horrible. Whereas compared it's, oh, yeah, to the clothes are horrible. Compared yeah. to the clothes in Once Upon a Time, but they're in different Hollywood. people though. But it's a different era. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They, what they're wearing, I recognise as being typical seventies. Whereas what I saw in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was typical sixties. To me, but it is, is it, a different. It is different. 
But that is 60s coming on to 70s, isn't it? Once upon a time in Hollywood. It is. It's because 1969. A lot of the, yeah, yeah, you see. But they've still been, been dressed like that in 67 and 65. Well, maybe not 65, but 67. Yeah, but that goes on into the 70s, that way that they're well, dressed. Yeah, because, I mean, time didn't, they didn't just stop. Oh, it's 1970, we'll no, change but the, you see, but like, uh, what I mean is, the 70s were very much look like that as well. As in clothes-wise, like, from what I've seen, obviously, I fucking wasn't there. But <laughs> well, I was, and I can tell you, no one dressed like that in my house here. <gasps> but it's yeah. true. Ireland is so behind all the time in fashion. But it's true. Come on, <laughs> in fashion, you look lovely today, by the way. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> so that's so the rest of the country can be happy because you think I'm fine. <laughs> Mick look great. So the rest of you are shy. <laughs> anyway, um, mm-hmm. but they're different people as well. What, yeah. what I'm saying is, like, it, that's Sharon Tate and the super, superstar. As in, oh, like, yeah. it's a different, and it's L.A. Yeah, I agree. This is I know New York all that. I know, mafia. I know. But what I'm saying is that that style that they are wearing, in, mm. and it's not just a mafia, it's ordinary people on the streets are dressed like that. And you see it to even a certain extent in Joker, but that's more the 80s. But it's mm. still, that was a hangover. I would say, yes, certainly they were wearing it, what they were wearing once upon a time in Hollywood, into the 70s. But it was still from the 60s. The 70s had its own style, which came, which is emblematic of what's in this film. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, mm, but you see, this is the thing. <laughs> yeah, no, because you see, I feel like I understand this a bit more than you. Oh, I wish this was visualised. Because, right, if you compare right now, okay. <laughs> Okay. I have to cut that. Yeah, I know. I'm only joking. No, but you see, people here in Ireland, right? The cash here in Ireland is tracksuit bottoms. And I hate when people match the tracksuit bottoms with the top. Like the same thing all yeah. over. In America, it's different. We're in the same time, but in America, it's different. The way they, they wouldn't wear the full-on uh, tracksuit. They're a bit more stylish over there. <laughs> but this is what I mean. It's different people, different groups. That style that they're wearing in Irishman, to me, that is typical old man mafia style from okay. that time that you wouldn't see people from LA wearing. That to me is, ty- you can see it's typical New York, Chicago kind of style of mafia, which they look like. And I see it still in men today when they're, they're, wear- wear- they're wearing their suits, like the older men wearing their suits and they're, like they're, they're, they have loads of money. And they still, when I see them with the Casio watch that's gold, I'm like, oh my God, you're straight from the fucking 70s with that clothes. Like, you, you just don't go forward in your thinking. So to me, that's still mafia-looking 70s people, while Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is glamorous 70s, 60s um, kind of people. Completely different. That's mafia. So, there. Gotta cut all that out. <laughs> Do whatever you That's want. A big section. I'm not, I'm not, I was looking at some. Which line we've left? How I'm, not take set, I'm not setting. I'm not setting a point to the people who are listening. I'm setting a point to you, okay. so you can cut it out as much as you want. I've said what I needed to right. say. Well, I would prove you wrong afterwards. But no, 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 no you I won't. I won't. You're completely right. Gone. Yes, because when it comes to fashion, <laughs> fashion I, in an area you weren't even alive in, and I was. Doesn't matter. All right. You study history as well, don't you? And you weren't alive in most of most. Yes, of but I don't presume to know more about the era than the people who lived in it. Well, you really can't because they're dead. You're going to say anything. 
Anyway, The Irishman. Still on in cinemas. Go and see it. What are your marks out of 10? 10. Are, are you give 10? Yeah. So you give 10. Yeah. Yeah, I give it five stars. If one, six, seven. Or four because of clouds. weren't is, great. If anyone is listening to this podcast and wondering, hey, they love this film and yet they've only been talking about it for 15 minutes. We've actually been talking for about half an hour. Charlie Sheen. Cut a lot. That's what they look like in the in Irishman. Charlie Sheen type of, like those shirts, the bowling type shirts. Horrendous. And those kind of tracksuit bottoms that like are velvet, suede or whatever it is. Not suede, velvet. Like juicy couture kind of thing. Join us for our new podcast <laughs> series, the so Fashionista, Fashionista Rama. So Judy wears. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so we leave it there. Yes. Thank you for joining us. I know we've been away a while and please stay with us <laughs> in future podcasts. Um, we're, we've obviously got out of the habit of doing this. That's why we go. Trying to excuse my outburst. Burst. Like there was just one. Yes, there's only one remaining in the podcast when I'm finished editing it. I've been Mick Jordan. Thank you for listening. I've been Marina Gorski. <laughs> Specialised in <laughs> 60s and 70s and fashion in general. Thank you very much. Woohoo. <laughs>